From a purely entertainment standpoint, it doesn't get any more interesting than this. From the perspective of, holy crap, this is really important, it becomes unnerving real fast. I'm talking, of course, about China's Yuan. And before we get into the developments over the last couple days, let's do a quick recap from to see how we got here. It started really back at the end of June when CNY was falling against all the other major currencies, in particular the US dollar, because reopening was a fairy tale, not a real economic solution to China's major problems. So as reopening failed, markets realized it was failing, globally synchronized trade recession at the very least, it was not a good time to be providing dollars to the Chinese. So currency was falling, and in late June, China's authorities decided they didn't like it approaching 7.30 to the US dollar, which was right around where CNY had bottomed out the previous fall, on the hopes that reopening was going to do something. So starting with June 26th, the PBOC began to fix the daily midpoint central parity stronger, trying to influence CNY back toward, or back away from 7.30, maybe higher again. But it wasn't just the daily midpoint fixes that were stronger, there were also Chinese commercial banks began to sell dollars, which means borrowing in swaps and relending them into the local currency markets, also trying to get the yuan to at least stabilize, if not go higher. The Chinese also introduced other tactics along the way, including in the middle of July, when they changed, what was it, the macro prudential factor, uh, the macro prudential parameter for companies and financial institutions. They raised that to one and a half from 1.25, basically allowing companies to borrow more off-seas and pres presumably bring that foreign currency back to China to sell it to buy yuan. And that didn't work either. Then, of course, we had massive amounts of commercial bank interventions, really from August 17th. And then August 24th, something changed in CNY where the volatility really disappeared and the currency exchange values seemed to be stable only to see this happen yesterday. And what the hell was that? No idea. Essentially, sometime around 8.30, 8.40 in the morning, it's as if somebody came into the currency marketplace and just reset CNY. From around 7.287 to the dollar to 7.259 in a matter of just minutes. But even worse, after that, more interesting, after that, nothing. It's as if the PBOC or China's government or somebody came in. Maybe it, was, maybe it was Warren Buffett. He tends to like to do those kinds of things, those kinds of rescues. Somebody came in and see, and it's, it's as if they said, we're going to fill every single order at 7.258 for the entire rest of the day. But that wasn't all. Then last night, uh, U.S. time, early morning China time, authorities announced they were cutting the so-called FXRRR rate, which is essentially the, the reserve requirement that the government imposes on institutions who are holding foreign currency. Previously, it had been 6%, and beginning September 15th, I believe, they're cutting it down to 4%. So another tactic the PBOC is unleashing. And here's what Bloomberg had to say about it. Today, financial institutions will need to carry just 4% of their foreign exchange deposits in reserve starting September 15th, compared to the current level of 6%. The move effectively boosts the amount of foreign currency 
available onshore, making it more, relatively more appealing for traders to buy the yuan. In theory, they'll be able to use more foreign currency to sell it in the marketplace and buy yuan. What they're actually doing is freeing up more foreign currency to be supplied, especially euro dollars, in the local system. And the reason is because the markets are growing increasingly nervous, pessimistic about China's prospects. Really, the global prospects, too, because CNY down equals bad. So here we are, more than two months after the PBOC and authorities began to try to stabilize the currency. And all it's been is one rocky road on the way to more escalating behavior on the part of authorities. What's really happening in China? What are the latest developments, not just in CNY, but the economy? We'll get to those. But first, I'm Jeff. This is Eurodollar University. Thank you very much for joining me. Eurodollar University, we have memberships and research subscriptions available. Memberships include series on, there's presentation series, there's question and answers, there's weekly recaps, and of course the classroom videos, as well as the basics. The classroom videos and the basics are the core part of what we do at Eurodollar University. We also have research subscriptions available. I do a daily briefing where, as the name implies, every day we go over very briefly the, the most important macro and money news and developments. And I also have a research subscription for the daily deep dive analysis, where every day too, we go deeper into all of these topics, the money, the macro, the euro dollar centered, euro dollar centered perspective. I can talk all of the information for you at our website, eurodollar.university. So why are China's authorities really intervening in the currency? I mean, obviously there are sentimental reasons. Uh, for whatever reason, they've picked 730 to the US dollar as a line which they don't want the yuan to cross. I think largely it has to do with that's where, because that's where CNY settled last fall at its lowest point, And they really don't want Western headlines in particular talking about how if China's currency were to go below 730, that would be the lowest since 2008. You never want to hear, oh, my currency's down at a level we haven't seen in 16 and a half years. So that's not good press around the world, considering everything that China is struggling with right now. So there is a political reason, I believe, to keep the keep CNY above 730, but that still doesn't answer the question why it wants to go below 730. And because it continues to, to weaken whenever the uh, Chinese commercial banks or authorities do something, it only has temporary impact, it only has a temporary effect. Because it continues to weaken, it tells us the marketplace is still looking for the currency to continue to fall. Dollar providers are looking at China and saying, I need more incentive in order to continue to provide uh, dollars to the Chinese counterparts, or usually through Japan. Um, essentially, what the Chinese are looking for is some sign of stability. And they, they put it in terms of let's let's get rid of all the speculators in the marketplace because if we do that then there'll be nobody left to short the yuan and maybe that will allow, allow the currency to stabilize but it's never about speculators i like to blame speculators because it's easy to do so but it really is about risk perceptions here's what bloomberg said about the fxrr cut or the so-called fxrr cut 
That came on the heels of Thursday's reduction in down payments for mortgages to help the country's under pressure residential property market. And after policymakers lowered stamp duty for stock trading over this past weekend. The combo of supportive measures is a sign that Beijing is growing uncomfortable with increasing pessimism in its financial markets, not just the stock market, but also the currency market too. So as a response, and this is the part that most people pay attention to, and it has been this way really since June, late June when the PBOC began intervening more publicly trying to stabilize the currency. The idea is that if the Chinese are willing to go further and then further and then further to stabilize the currency and maybe to start doing things in the real economy to get the property sector under control, maybe that's just the preliminary signs before the Beijing bazooka gets finally unleashed. Everybody's waiting for the massive Xi Jinping stimulus. I don't think it's going to happen, but it continues to come up. Every time authorities in China are forced to confront problems in their economy, they go incrementally another step further. Back to Bloomberg. China moved to support the yuan by boosting the amount of overseas currencies in its local market. That's the RR cut, the FXRR cut. A sign Beijing is becoming more eager to restore confidence amid sluggish growth. It might be a sign that China is instead increasingly unnerved by the developments in the currency, by the developments in the stock market, by developments in real estate, and simply trying to stabilize the situation to buy time for the fundamental prospects to improve, which the pessimism across financial markets are saying they don't expect the fundamentals to improve. In fact, they expect it to continue to get worse. And every time China's authorities have to respond to something in the marketplace, that is actually a confirmation that it is getting worse, that it is not getting better, that these policies are not leading to the intended results, whether that be the currency or the economy. To, the end, to that end, when we're talking about the economy, the currency we already know, um, Today, CNY, after yesterday's reset, it's been more volatile again. You can see more commercial bank interventions, buying, buying CNY, selling U.S. dollars, which is really borrowing in swaps and then relending in the local markets, despite the fact that they're going to suppose there's going to be more help on the way in terms of this FX reserve cut. CNY still wants to go lower. Uh, as I'm speaking to you right now, and today is Friday, September 1st, the currency trans translation to the U.S. dollar exchange value is still almost 7.27 again. So after being pushed as low as 7.25 into, into the 7.24s, back and forth again, lower to 7.27. It wants to go down. And a good reason why, uh, obviously, reopening failed, which raises all sorts of negative prospects for the Chinese economy, which, is, which was already struggling to begin with. Everybody understandably blamed the zero pand or zero COVID policy, wish it was zero pandemic, zero COVID policies and the lockdowns in 2022 for China's economy's precarious shape. Therefore, it seemed reasonable to expect that once they got rid of the zero COVID policy, China's economy would roar back to life. Well, that was never going to happen. That was never a real prospect. And of course, very quickly, the markets, they sniffed out that it wasn't happening. And more than that, Reopening wasn't just a failure, it basically had very little impact whatsoever. Maybe at the best, 
you could say it saved a few jobs. It didn't get worse after a terrible ending to 2022. But if you're into job save territory for something like reopening, which everybody said all over the world was going to be a huge contributor to the global economic renaissance in 2023, if you're into job save territory, that shows it didn't work at all. So rather than China being a source of strength that the rest of the world can depend upon, China is now contributing to the global weakness in no small part because its economy is suffering the twin evils of economic problems of its own making, as well as all of these external problems that are hitting it at the absolute worst time. So you can understand too why China's authorities are attempting to escalate carefully in a very determined fashion, they're escalating their counter countermeasures to try to stabilize the currency, the economy, the financial markets that just don't want to remain stable. And the reason they don't want to remain stable is because, again, not just that reopening failed, we've gone past failed reopening into some really bad stuff here. Just the other night, the Chinese authorities, uh, they publicized their um, estimates for the purchasing managers index, both manufacturing as well as non-manufacturing or services. And though the manufacturing has been improving over the last couple months, it's one of those, the numbers are a little bit higher, but it's not really improvement. The manufacturing, this is the official government manufacturing PMI, that came in at 49.7. This is for the month of August, 2023. That was up from 49.3, but Anything under 50, that's not just contraction. That's consistent with these periods that we've seen since really 2014, where China's manufacturing is being impacted by a global trade recession at the very least. The output index moved up to 51.9. Again, manufacturing from 50.2. New orders, they actually moved above 50, but just at 50.2, which doesn't mean new orders are growing. That just means they've likely stabilized for the short run after five straight months of modest contractions. Export orders. This is maybe the real story of manufacturing. The index from the government, Chinese government, was 46.7 in August. That's up from 46.3, but the primary drag on Chinese manufacturers is the external sector, the export sector, global trade recession. As bad as all of that is, it's getting even uglier on the other side, the services side, the internal side. And remember, it wasn't all that month, all that long ago, several months ago, when the China's non-manufacturing PMI hit its multi or more than decade high. And everybody was saying, AC, reopening is absolutely happening. Well, here we are just a couple months later. And these numbers are among the worst in the series. These are more like the lockdowns of the last couple of years than they are anything close to just stable economy. They're not even like the 2019, 2018, 2019 downturn, slowdown in China. We'd be lucky to get those kind of numbers. The non-manufacturing PMI came out to be 51.0 in the month of August. That's down from 51.5. New orders dropped to 47.5 from 48.1. 47.5. Again, that's more like a lockdown number, but in pre-2020 context, that's the third worst in the entire series. The only two months that were worse were only moderately worse, and that was November and December 2008. So again, China's economy is in really rough shape. Uh, export orders... Again, non-manufacturing, 47.9 from 47.7. 
The employment index, 46.8, stuck well below 50 for the fifth straight month. So the Politburo back in July, they said, we're going to do more to aid the economy. We're going to do more to keep the yuan's rate basically stable at an equilibrium level. And everybody took that to mean Beijing bazooka. When instead, I think many of the markets are saying, oh, the Chinese government, the communists, they can see that we're having enormous problems. They can see that China's in real deep trouble and they're only trying to limit the downside, which causes an increase in risk perception about pretty much everything related to China, whether it's stocks inside of China or the currency trading offshore in CNH. And nothing the Chinese have done so far has been able, has been able to stabilize either the currency or the economy. That's how much of a problem there is. And waiting for our, the Beijing bazooka to solve all the problems, that's another fool's errand like reopening has already proven to be. If you want to see more about what's going on with China's yuan, check out the video at the link below me. As always, I thank you very much for joining me. I really thank Eurodollar University subscribers and of course our Eurodollar University members. And until next time, take care.